Do you ever feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of snacks and meals? We get it. That's why we're excited to share Home Threads, the ultimate solution for creating a stylish and functional family space. At HomeThreads.com, discover furniture that can handle the chaos of family life. From wipeable dining chairs to kitchen tables and light fixtures. Or you can just freshen up your kitchen with trays, counter lamps, decor, and other affordable accents that will help you update your kitchen into a room you love spending time in. Head over to HomeThreads.com slash D-I-J-F-Y, short for Dinner and I Just Feed You, to get a code for 15% off your first order. Because if you're going to be feeding them three times a day, plus snacks, you deserve a home that feeds your style. HomeThreads, love where you live. That's HomeThreads.com backslash D-I-J-F-Y today to get 15% off your first order. This episode is brought to you with support from Whole Foods. As a resident Greek girl, I am a sucker for Mediterranean flavors and want you to taste the Mediterranean too. Go to Whole Foods Market now and save on regionally inspired products through March 19th. Find sales on animal welfare certified meat, including boneless, skinless, air-chilled chicken breast, bone-in beef short ribs, ground lamb, and more. Save on whole bronzini and sustainable wild-caught sockeye salmon. And stock up on Mediterranean essentials like feta cheese crumbles, whole wheat pita pockets, and if you're over 21, wines from Spain, Greece, and Italy. Grab your ingredients and experiment with family-friendly Mediterranean cuisine today. Think Greek-style ground lamb pitas, lemony oven-roasted chicken, or bronzino, or instant pot short ribs braised in wine. All simple and delicious. Taste the Mediterranean now at Whole Foods Market. Hey, this is Stacey and Megan with another What We're Cooking and Eating Now mini episode. In case you missed it, we're going to be sharing two short episodes every month in addition to our regular weekly episodes where we give you a real-time rundown of what we're cooking for our families. In each of these episodes, we'll talk you all the way through one recipe and then list five others. All in, you get six easy weeknight dinners that we've tested. You can use our ideas as inspiration or literally turn them into your meal plan for next week. We'll be sharing the links for all the recipes mentioned in our free community, which you can join by going to didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. All you have to do is enter your email, which we keep private, and look out for our post in our with all the what we're cooking and eating now details. All right, Megan, it's a really good thing that you're leading this week because as people can probably hear from my voice, <laughs> I have been under the weather, Oh, but I actually cooked a bunch right before I got sick. So I do okay. have stuff to contribute, which is Yay. great, but you go first this week. I know. I wondered if it would be like, and I opened <laughs> no. a can of chicken noodle soup, which I appreciate. Like we have, we promised to ma- keep it real, right? We did. I will tell you that also I got sick and you know, I'm about to also leave for vacation. Yeah. Thank goodness. I'm COVID negative. So plans are intact and I'm recovering, but I had purchased all of this food to cook for the week. And this morning for the first time in a few days, I went downstairs and I was like, oh my gosh, I have so much food. But the boys have just been ordering in for the last few days because I've been sick. Yeah. And Mike's even been ordering lunch so that I could have soup and stuff. So uh, food bank, I guess. 
but I did, I was able to cook at the beginning of the week. Good. Okay. Well, I can't wait to hear. I'm going to take the reins here so that you don't have to waste your voice. You know, you'll share your three quickly and, and efficiently at the end here. Um, okay. I want to talk about, even though I know that we've talked about it before, I think we talked about it in the episode about um, trends from 2021, this like p- viral pink pasta, and which is basically like a you love pan this sauce. Yes, a pan <laughs> sauce for pasta that ha- requires like pantry staples. It's really easy and really delicious. And when we talked about it, I sent you Dan Pelosi's vodka sauce recipe. I was like, I haven't tried yes. this yet, but people are fanatical about it. And so you and Isaac cooked it. And this week we did like a po- quick and easy pasta night where my kids just get buttered noodles with lots of Parmesan on top. And we do like steamed broccoli on the side. And I like, I do sometimes crave plain pasta for myself. Hell yes. Totally. Yes. Or sometimes you like make something different for yourself or order something different for yourself at a restaurant and then you see what they got and you're like, like, oh, I want that. Actually, I did just want chicken fingers. (laughs) (laughs) So, but we do pasta like at least once a week, especially if Brian's out of town. And so I have found myself recently being like, I can't eat any more just plain buttered pasta. And I love this this vodka sauce for that because it's just like tomato paste, garlic, a little bit of heavy cream, and vodka if you want to add it. If you don't, you could totally use chicken or veggie broth instead. And I just think this is like genius for parents in the thick of feeding Um, picky eaters because you can have something that's like truly delicious and satisfying on your plate, which is this, the pasta with the vodka sauce or, and your kids can eat plain butter noodles and everyone's happy. But it might be because I'm slow and sick. Are we talking (laughs) about, are we talking about the TikTok sauce or the Dan Pelosi vodka sauce? The Dan Pelosi vodka sauce. Okay. Isn't it so good? It's so good. The I don't slickness of it. Yes. Oh my god. I don't understand how because the pink pasta sauce, which we talked about in a previous episode, is also like minimal ingredients, minimal steps. You cook it very quickly and simply. But there's something about the amounts and the little bit of vodka. It's like what six tablespoons if you make a whole batch in the vodka sauce that makes it like. 100% better, like 10 times the 10 flavor. Times. Yes. I also think that he puts a very, if I'm remembering correctly, a pretty large amount of the pasta cooking water and yes. you cook it longer. Yes. Right? Is that so the it's secret? very hands yes. off. It's very hands off, but you do cook it longer. It isn't like an instant pasta dinner, in all fairness, right. to be transparent. It cooks down, but that cooking down with the pasta cooking water where instead of adding it just at the end to help you with the cling, it actually like it affects the texture of the sauce in the most glorious way. Yeah. It's like you're putting cornstarch, like not cornstarch, but you're putting starch, pasta starch in the sauce. So you really are thickening it and it clings in such a beautiful way. And did your kids try it though? Because to me- Oh, that's funny because I would I would consider that a kid friendly sauce. 
I would too, but my kids are currently anti-sauce. Okay. Unless it's like a meat sauce. Yeah. Then they'll get down with that. Right. And even then they want like mostly meat and just a little bit of the got sauce. It. Got if it, they got can it. Get it. But I do think, of course, there's like a spectrum in their seasons. Generally speaking, I think we would both qualify it as a like family friendly sauce, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Totally. And then so it makes me want to like get into the listeners group and hear from people like what are the things that they finish their pastas with? Because I think like I want some more of those things in my back pocket, whether it's like Calabrian chilies and garlic or it's like jarred pesto. I think that having a couple things in our pantry or in our fridge would be really helpful to me because Brian's getting ready to head into busy season. Speaking of busy season uh, recipes or things we eat a lot in busy season, I am back to loving like a frozen nugget turned into a chef salad. Bag salad, chicken nuggets. Okay. Bag except- <laughs> salad, chicken nuggets. I feel like that's your theme song. Yeah, a little bit, right? It is, Although it is a delicious, easy. Yes. Meal. Yes. Okay. Can I be like silly for a minute and tell you that Maggie Hoffman, who is like the digital editor for Epicurious now this week, DM'd me after I shared it and was like, this is genius. And I had to really fight myself from being like, do you want me to write about it? Because I feel like our um, chicken and waffle salad that we did for Better Homes and Gardens last August is very similar in a vibe. And when I do shortcut with chicken nuggets, I don't do a bag salad. I will like actually chop up all the bits and bobs for a chef salad. This week, I was really inspired to take those little tiny Yukon Gold potatoes and pop them in the oven with the chicken nuggets and then have that on my salad. And I don't know why. Why am I not putting more potatoes on salads, not just like strictly potato salads? And don't you love a niçoise? I love a niçoise. Yeah. That has potatoes, little potatoes too. It does. And so I made the joke on Instagram and I didn't check for your reply because you're like the chicken lady. You would decide, is this a chicken niçoise? If I had potatoes to my chicken nugget chopped salad? Stacey, it is. is it? Okay. Did you, have, did you have green beans? Did you have olives? I guess like what what, oh, is, yeah. what makes a niçoise? I do think green beans and olives kind of qualifies it. I mean, it wasn't even like a vinaigrette. It was like cheddar cheese, shredded carrots. No, you're you're going into ranch territory. <laughs> oh, and that's where I was. <laughs> you're going into yeah. ranch territory. Where I was about to take us. Take us. Take us there. I love it. Ranch um, road. Okay. Ranch Road. Okay. I want to give you time to share yours. So I'll just last little shout out. And this goes back to our community is I have been craving that sort of like Buddha bowl experience, which we've had. Um, One of my former colleagues at Kitchen wrote a great book about Buddha bowls and like their infinite combinations. But Caitlin in our community asked about air fryer tofu. And so tonight we're eating Buddha bowls and I'm going to try air frying the tofu and do like crispy tofu, peanut sauce. Uh, I may do grated carrots again, sliced cucumbers over this like farro and quinoa, like quick cooking farro and quinoa that I found at Whole Foods. So I will like maybe do a little postscript in the community when I share and tell Caitlin slash our community how my air fryer tofu experiment. You know that I recently air fried tofu to make my favorite minimalist baker 
yes. tofu pe- with peanut sauce. It's like called like oven fried tofu peanut sauce. We'll put a link. Yeah, we definitely right? linked to it before too. Because I yeah. make this all the time and I did not like it. Was it the air fryer? Like, what was it about air frying? Because that's what Caitlin said. She's like, I tried a recipe online yeah. for air fryer tofu and I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't like it either. It, did, it didn't get as crispy. And uh, you toss the tofu with cornstarch when you do the recipe in the oven to get mm-hmm. a really nice crisp on it. And some spots were still like caked on and didn't crisp oh, yeah. up enough. And then it was, so I had wondered, my follow-up was going to be just air frying it without the cornstarch, because since it's an air fryer, I could achieve the fry texture without having to go through all the extra steps that you do for the oven to make yeah. it seem fried. I just didn't like it. So I'm very curious to Okay, well, that's kind of a bummer because I told Caitlin, I was like, one of the things I always do to get crispy tofu. I'm sorry, it's just cornstarch. Sorry. All right, well, Kaylin. maybe I'll try like half of my yes. tofu with cornstarch and half without. Can you do that for us? I would well, love yeah, that. Of course. Yeah, you know I will. Do that yeah. for us. I'd like to okay. know. Okay, so what did you prep for your okay. family before you got sick? So, and what are you eating now? Right before I got sick, I shared on Instagram, it was a halibut with brothy white beans and basil. And I had looked, I found the recipe on what's Gabi cooking. And like, I saw it and honestly, it's a pretty simple recipe. So then I just made it myself. But I think that's a really good reference recipe. Um, It's very, very simple. I mean, you're just browning a white fish, like a nice flaky white fish, nothing too thin, something thicker like cod or halibut. Um, and then like using canned white beans and, you know, canned diced tomatoes to make a really flavorful, brothy deliciousness. It was great. The kids really liked it. Although I'm going to admit that they both were like, this is really good. And then when dinner was over, I was like, Oliver, you barely ate your fish. He was like, I just don't feel like fish tonight, but it was good. And Isaac was like, I'll return to it. And I was like, because, you know, everybody who's been listening for a while knows that like he eats with us and then he goes away and then he eats at like 1030. Yeah. And I was like, at 1030, you're going to eat fish? And he's like, yeah, probably not. But it was good. Thanks. So huh. they said it was good, but then they didn't really eat it. So I really don't know what to say. <laughs> so Maybe they go. just were into the fish part of it, but like the broth and beans and yeah. stuff was good. They both said it was delicious. They weren't like, oh no, I don't. So I don't know, yeah. but it was great with garlic bread. I just bought store-bought garlic bread. God, I love garlic bread. So I love garlic bread. Oliver was like, but why didn't you melt cheese on this garlic bread? I was like, that's a good question that's for every bread, time. Though. I know, but that is cheesy bread. That's not garlic bread. That's Sometimes the way he likes it. you need one and not the other. Another fish recipe. I was trying to eat fish this week, I guess. <laughs> or this was actually at the end of last week. Okay. Food with friends. Is that what it's called? Food or between co- friends? Food between yeah. friends. Yes. With Julie B. I don't know how to say her last name. Thanuis. Yes. And Tyler Ferguson. Ferguson. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we were talking about their pineapple steak tacos last week. And I had also made those because everyone was talking about it in our community. While I had the book out, I noticed that they had a blackened fish sandwich Mm. that looked really good. It just like really appealed to me and I made it and it was really great. So just followed that recipe straight. Um, I also air fried sweet potato fries, like store-bought from the freezer and drizzled hot honey over them. And that was a great meal. Yum. 
Okay, so that was really good. And they did eat that fish, so I don't know. Fish. So it wasn't the fish from the other dish. I don't so know. Weird. weird. Okay. So weird. Okay. Third thing was an improvised. Um, I was going to make pasta. I think I was going to make bacon onion pasta that I had seen in the New York Times. That sounds familiar. But I ended up, and then a kale salad on the side. And it ended up being a really crazy night where I was like, I don't have time to make two things. But I have this kale and I have this onion and I had some bacon that I wanted to use up. So I improvised a creamy bacon and kale pasta that was delicious. And that was a huge win with the kids. So I just cooked the pasta. I sauteed the, I sauteed the bacon. I added kale, uh, onion and garlic powder because I was in a major rush. Like I didn't even chop fresh. And then I just added like cooking water, cream, and lemon zest and pasta and tossed it all together with Parmesan. And it was delish. That's going to go on my rotation. Yes. I love, I want, can we have like a formal, informal recipe at some point when you're feeling better, when you're back on vacation, Totally. maybe on your Instagram or we can send it out in a newsletter because it was worth developing. You know, is that how your recipe starts sometimes where you just improvise something? Yes, you're like, and you're oh, like, this is good. Oh, this was really good. And then you have to go back and like recreate yeah. it formally. Every once in a while, there's something where it's like the leftovers of this and like a little bit of this special thing. And it was so good. And you're like, I will never, ever be able to have this again Re- yeah, because it totally. was such like specific ingredients totally. that made it so, so good. Okay. That was, a, that's a pretty good, I mean, you could have like shortcut meals, a couple pasta options, and a couple veggie-based meals, and fish. fish. I love that you put fish yes. on your list twice if you were going to use this episode to plan your meals next week. And I have to say, I do have to say real quick, that if you buy one of those family packs of the frozen fish fillets, like halibut or cod, yes. I know it's it may not be for everybody to have fish twice in a week. But if you plan like one of the fishes for like the weekend or a Friday night and the other one for like Wednesday or Thursday, the next day, you use up that whole family pack. Yeah. Because sometimes those family packs linger in my freezer for a long time. I use them for one meal and I'm like, great, that was a good price. I put it in the freezer and then like I don't return to it forever. Yeah. And then like six months later, you're like, right. what is this? Yes. Is this a piece of fish? That's yes. freezer totally. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Okay. So we're avoiding that. with two- I love it. That's a hot tip. Okay, this new bi-monthly series is thanks in part to the generous support of our Didn't I Just Feed You supporting membership. So a big shout out and thank you to them. You can find out more about becoming a supporting member at didn'tijustfeedyou.com backslash community. And hey, if it's not the right time for you, don't forget that you can get all the links to this week's What We're Cooking and Eating Now by joining the free section of our community. A huge thank you also to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. Thank you for listening. Stay sane and well-fed until next time.